0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Threepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Fellow Falcoholics, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Falcoholic Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Knight, at Falcoholic Kevin on Twitter, here to bring you a little early week pod. Uh, Falcons are coming off a bye week, so obviously we don't have a game to talk about or anything like that. So we will talk about some of the interesting updates that we heard on Monday, like the Falcons officially naming Desmond Ritter the starter at quarterback over veteran Marcus Mariota, this was reported late last week, but uh, now official. Uh, Arthur Smith announced it his press conference on Monday. We also got some updates on some of the injured players. And the Falcons do seem to be getting a good number of these guys back. So that's something good. We also say goodbye to a veteran running back in Damian Williams today. Uh, who had spent basically the whole season on IR after looking like he was going to be one of the starting running backs for the Falcons. So a lot to cover today. Also going to talk a bit about... What's some reasonable expectations are for Desmond Ritter in his first start this week against the New Orleans Saints? Uh, Obviously, a tough matchup on the road against your biggest rival. A lot riding on this very emotional game for the veterans. Um, It's a tough spot to be thrown into as a rookie making your first start, but also a big opportunity for him to show his worth uh, and get a big dub over a hated rival to start his career. So that will definitely be something fun to monitor. So that'll be what we talk about here in just a minute. Um, But yeah, to start off, Ritter was officially named the starter. So no question there about uh, the truth to those reports. Uh, wasn't really expecting anything to change. Uh, The interesting thing is that the Falcons are apparently considering putting Marcus Mariota on IR with what's being described as a chronic knee injury. Um, Mariota hasn't been on the injury report prior to the bye week, so it's possible he aggravated something during the last game, um, and the team has sort of been deciding if it's something he can play through, if they should just shut him down for the year. Falcons did sign uh, Logan Woodside, former Toledo legend, uh, quarterback to be Ritter's backup in the event that they do decide to place Mariota on IR um i know there's been some speculation that like maybe this is like some sort of save face thing for Mariota or something like that i i really don't think so i think he's probably actually hurt it doesn't really save the falcons any money or anything like that to do this um so i i'm guessing that this is mostly to make sure that Mariota can be healthy, uh, and if he's not healthy enough to be the backup, then you you know you need somebody else to be that player. So at this point, I, I think that the team is being truthful about it. I think he's probably he probably got hurt in the in the last game and played through it. Um, now it's with with Ritter starting, the pressure isn't necessarily there for Mariota to sort of gut it out and play through the injury. Um, if He's not the starter anymore. Um, I do think that Mario is a better backup than Logan Woodside, who is somebody I liked actually coming out of Toledo. And I'm sure we'll, we'll talk more about him if he sticks around this offseason. But um, Mario is a better backup than Woodside. So I would think that they would want Mariota to be there and be available if, God forbid, anything were to, to happen to Ritter. Um, so the fact that he's potentially going on IR, I think, is legitimate and, and is really something... Um, it's not like gamesmanship or anything weird going on. I think this really is Mariota unfortunately suffering an injury and, and needing to go potentially on injured reserve to finish out the season, which at this point, unless the Falcons make the playoffs, uh, injured reserve would end Mariota's season with just four games remaining this year. Um, So that's something to monitor. Woodside has some experience. Um, I guess he's a veteran at this point. I think he's been in the league for about five years. Spent a couple years with Arthur Smith in Tennessee. So someone that that the staff is familiar with. Not necessarily a high upside guy or somebody you'd want starting. But um, definitely someone who I think beat the Falcons a few times in the preseason. So uh, maybe a familiar name if you remember all that stuff. Um, So, Next guys, we'll talk about real quick. Uh Damian Williams was released off of injured reserve. Um really sad for Williams that he didn't get a chance here because he was expected to be like the running back two and got the early got some early carries in week one. Ended up hurting himself on one of those first carries. Uh never returned to the lineup for the rest of the season. And it's a big shame because you it looks like Williams probably would have had a pretty good season here considering that. Patterson's having a great season, Tyler Algier's having a great season, and former undirected free agent Caleb Huntley's having a good season, so this is clearly a, an offense that would have made him probably look pretty good and, and missing out on that. It's got a sting, um, but he's been released off of IR and is apparently healthy, so hopefully he'll be able to catch on elsewhere. I know folks in, in on Twitter were saying, oh, he needs to go back to the Chiefs now, um, which maybe that could be a fortuitous reunion with the Chiefs dealing with their own running back injuries, but uh, we do bid... Williams farewell Uh, I was excited to see him Uh, unfortunately we won't get to but uh, you know hopefully he can this gives him an opportunity to catch on elsewhere Um, there were a few potential things to monitor I guess Elijah Wilkinson former starting left guard of the Falcons for most of the season was officially activated today off of injured reserve so he I think would be expected to play as long as he's doesn't have any setbacks and practices this week um so that could be a boost to the offensive line the team also designated matt hennessy uh center guard player started at center last year started one game at center or one game at guard left guard this year before unfortunately getting hurt he's been designated to return so we could see hennessy back this week as well um if he's able to practice and get back on the active roster uh Apparently, Jalen Dalton, the defensive tackle, is expected to return as well. Um, the one that we're not sure about, I guess, is Chuma Idoga. They're still monitoring his injury situation, so we'll see if he ends up going on IR or if he's able to come back. But the Falcons seemingly have quite a bit of depth now at guard, uh, which is a big change, obviously, from last season. So all of these guys have honestly played well. Uh, I think Wilkinson has been the best, and I think he's he's probably... Playing for an extension here in Atlanta, I wouldn't. I don't really see any reason to not offer him something, you know, reasonable, like a like a few million a year, um, to you know, for a two year deal or something like that, if he would like to try to keep starting here. So, um, I'm uh, excited to see if he can finish the season strong. Um, but you have to like what the Falcons have assembled there with. Hennessy looked good in his one play uh, his one start Idoga looked good in his start uh gossett has been a little more up and down but has had some good games in there so definitely a number of guys that the falcons could lean on at guard going forward um and the falcons i think there was a practice squad move to the team sign uh, javelin uh G- goodry i'm not exactly sure but uh cornerback added to the practice squad so that's another name to monitor uh the falcons also waived linebacker nate landman the undrafted free agent who made the roster uh to make room for logan woodside so uh, i'd expect Landman to end up back on the practice squad uh once he officially clears waivers uh if he does clear waivers so we'll continue to monitor that um but a number of players getting healthier, which is what you hope for with the bye. Unfortunately for the Falcons, it's so late, you know, does not really matter? We'll see. Because with the Bucks losing to the 49ers um, and losing quite badly, uh, they, you know, it's not out of the question that the Falcons could be tied with the Bucks next week if they lose to the Bengals, which seems likely, and the Falcons are able to beat the Saints, then we could once again be tied at the top of the NFC South. Uh, so, you know. We'll have to see how that goes. But speaking of this week's game and Desmond Ritter coming in as the starter, um, the topic of today's show, you know, what should we expect from Desmond Ritter in his first start? What are some reasonable expectations? And I've I've talked about this is a difficult situation to go into to play on the road in your first start to go against your most hated division rival. Um, It's a tough place to go play. The Saints defense, they've been up and down this year, but on the whole, it's still a talented unit. They're still good. Um, so it's a tough spot for Ritter. So I, I i would try to temper your expectations of him coming out and having a great game. The Falcons, I think, do have a good system set up around him that he's had plenty of time to learn now, um, you know, 14 weeks to learn. So I wouldn't expect this to be a training wheels offense or a limited offense or anything like that, but... Um, Getting that first taste of real NFL speed and, and real NFL game, it's not always pretty. Sometimes it works out really well, so we'll see. Um, you know, Teams don't really have a lot of tape on, on what Ritter will look like in the starting offense because he played with the twos in the preseason. Um, so he, the Falcons do have a bit of an advantage there. And I think Ritter probably was the most pro-ready or close to the most pro-ready of all of the rookies, so I, I think that he should look ready to go. Um... So I'm expecting Ritter to basically look like Mariota, hopefully a little bit better as a passer, probably not as reliant on the running. Um, I don't think Ritter will be as good in those chaotic moments that Mariota seemed to just sort of be a magician in, like the bad snaps and pressure getting right in his face right immediately. I think Ritter will struggle with that stuff more than Mariota did. That was something that I think Mariota did very well. But I do think Ritter should provide a boost in the passing game. You could just tell that Mariota's confidence as a passer was sort of shot. Um, it was, the passing game was just getting worse and worse every week. It, the execution was lacking, not just from Mariota, but you know, receivers were dropping passes too. And I think that was just a sign that the confidence level in the passing game from everyone had sort of fallen off a cliff and a, and a, a change needed to be made. So we'll see if, if Ritter just sort of being somebody else if he could sort of create a spark with his personality with his maybe ability to add a little more confidence to the offense um but again i i think we'll we'll probably see this offense still lean on the running game we do have a number of very good running backs still um and you're going up against a tough defense in new orleans so i think the falcons are probably going to stick with what works and probably try to to make it as easy as possible for Ritter in his first start. Um, but again, you know, this is an opportunity for Ritter to, to get some opportunities with uh, a group of weapons that I think is pretty good. Um, and they are going up against a pretty good pass defense of the saints. They're 10th in yardage and ninth in yards, uh, net yards per attempt. So this is a pretty good pass defense. Saints have not been anywhere near as good on the ground, uh, defending the ground game as they have in years past. So, um, I do think the Falcons would be smart to continue to lean on the run, but I'm hoping that Ritter's passing will give the Falcons offense at least some more consistency in the passing game because that was really the issue. Just are the passes going to be on target or even close? And when you've got guys like Drake London and Kyle Pitts isn't going to be playing, obviously, because he's out for the season, but... The problem with Mariota is that some, he just wouldn't even give them a chance at the ball sometimes. And I, I'm hopeful that Ritter can, can do a little bit better at that, even if he's not as good on the ground or or in some of those chaotic situations. So I I think it's reasonable to expect a better passing game performance and probably more pass attempts than, than Mariota averaged but I don't know how much and I don't know if I would expect Ritter to just all of a sudden come out and light up the Saints defense or anything like that. Obviously if he did that would be great. Uh, I would I would love that. But it's a tough spot going on the road to play your biggest division rival. It's not a bad pass defense, so it's a challenge and I think that Ritter should be up to the challenge. I think in college he was a guy that that you know never shied away or backed down from those difficult games he'd won a ton of games in Cincinnati. He elevated that program to somewhere it had never been before. Um, You know, went into Alabama in the college football playoff. The first time a non power school had done that. Um, And I think he had some great plays in that game, some great throws that were dropped. Uh, I I think he played well and showed, you know, what he could do against a higher level of competition. And I'm expecting, I'm expecting him to play reasonably well over these final four games. I don't, I don't think he's going to light it up or make us think that he's like, oh, he's the next Dak or the next Mahomes or anything crazy like that. But I think he'll be good enough that we're reasonably confident in the team sort of maybe signing another, maybe they re-sign Mariota after cutting him to save the money, or maybe they bring in another sort of veteran stopgap guy to compete. But we're not like, oh, we, we feel so bad about Ritter that we're sort of desperate to bring in another quarterback option. And based on how the team has handled this situation, I think that makes a lot of sense uh, that they sort of view Ritter in the same way, that they actually have sort of looked at him as maybe the the heir apparent, the next starter, but they just weren't in a rush to get him on the field. And that might have been because they do have enough confidence in him to not need to, to throw him on the field. They, they don't necessarily need to see a ton of game reps to feel confident there. You know, you look at... It's similar with Richie Grant last year. They didn't exactly give him a ton of reps, and then they just started him the very next season. Uh, so, so this coaching staff has shown that they don't necessarily have to get you on the field a bunch before making you the starter. Um, obviously, it's going to make us all feel better if Ritter does play a bunch over these final four games, which, I mean, I would expect him to play every snap. And, and uh, so I'm hoping that we can expect solid to good play from him. Um, it's not exactly a murderer's row of tough defenses over the final games. They do have to play Baltimore, of course, who are a good defense. You know, they're, they're the eighth scoring defense right now. Um, they've not been the best against the pass, however, so that maybe could help, certainly. Um, so, you know, that, I guess... The, the onus of the question, what should we expect from Desmond Ritter is we should expect like competent quarterbacking, but nothing crazy, nothing. I, if you're going into the Saints game, thinking that he's going to go in there and, and pull off the W and, and be a hero, like you might be disappointed. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that maybe that he can because the Saints just aren't very good. So that's another angle, right? That New Orleans just isn't all that great but you know look at the the line for the game right the Falcons are 4 point underdogs on the road in New Orleans they're not really expected to win that game um so i think ultimately what should, what, what we should expect is competent quarterbacking hopefully a a more consistent passing game um and i think that we'll see you know Arthur Smith not put any training wheels on the offense i we i want to see Ritter take some shots i want to see Ritter Go downfield and and make things happen in the passing game. Um, even if it results in some turnovers, even if it's off target, sometimes we need to see what he can do. Let's get him out there. Let let's open up the playbook and and let's see if Ritter can. Let's see if Ritter can do it, right? Let's see if he can successfully hit these throws and and be the quarterback that we had hoped. I guess Mariota would be better at give the Falcons a more balanced attack give them a passing game they can rely upon more and not just use this as like an emergency bailout option Um, and just hit some of these deep balls. Like that's really what I'm hoping for with, with Ritter is can he hit the deep shots that Mariota couldn't? And even if the stuff in between is not as good, if they hit one or two of those deep shots a game, this is a completely different offense. You know, we're talking about one or two more successful drives, one or two more scoring drives. Um, And you know I would probably trade Mariota's rushing ability for a few more deep shots a game on balance because I think that that's what the Falcons have lacked they've lacked that explosive element in the offense they've been completely abysmal on third and long I think in third and nine over the past few games they've converted like one um so if Ritter can just provide better passing even if the ground you know his his rushing ability isn't as impressive as Mariota is, I think that's going to be a a net gain for this offense because with how good the rushing attack is everywhere else, the running backs, the blocking, you don't necessarily need your quarterback to be a high-volume runner because your running backs are so good. So I'm hopeful for a good game for Ritter to open things up. I'm not necessarily expecting a great debut. One thing I will say is in college that, that Ritter did tend to, when he had some up and down games, he tended to start slow in games. Um, You know, it was, he was a little spotty to open things up. And then as the game went on and especially, you know, late, he became just really dangerous and really locked in. And I don't know if that's a mental thing or just a getting comfortable thing or sort of, you know, kind of getting a feel for the defense and what they're doing. And, 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 but that's a good thing. I'd, I'd rather my quarterback play great, in, in crunch time, you know, at the at the end of the half, at the end of the game, when you really when you need your quarterback to be firing on all cylinders because you're going to be in close games a lot, um, I'd rather have them playing great in the crunch time than have them playing great right at the beginning of a game. If I had to choose, hopefully we can get it so that Rivers playing great, you know, all the time. But um, at this point, I, I'm I'm just hoping for competent quarterbacking. Please, some some more consistent passing. Please, some successful deep shots would be nice, um, but nothing crazy. And and as I think, as long as you don't go in expecting like a heroic, you know, debut performance where he's like, oh, this is the next franchise QB, then you're not going to be disappointed. I think you'll be pretty probably happy with what you see on the whole. Um, But again, I I can't stop you if you want to completely fire up the Ritter train and think that this this guy is the next coming of of Matt Ryan or whatever or Dak Prescott. You know, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Just don't be surprised if it's not that great immediately. I'm not saying that, like, these four games aren't going to necessarily define Ritter's career in any meaningful way. This is just our first look. So we just need to see positive signs. And if if you can deliver more than that, terrific. Fantastic. Um, So that's sort of my thoughts on what we should expect from River this week. We'll obviously talk more about it on Falco Hawk Live on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. as we get into Hate Week uh, as it is, Hate Week Part 2. Play the Saints again with a chance to absolutely bury them um, in what's still somehow a playoff race here in the NFC South for the division lead. Um, So... Guys, uh, I really appreciate everyone for tuning in. Uh, welcome back to another game week here. We got four more this year. Uh, we are running our Senior Bowl fundraiser. I just officially uh, put in my credential request today. Uh, so if you're interested in helping us out to get to training camp, you can donate at streamlabs.com slash thefalcoholic slash tip uh, leave a question with it, and of course, we will uh, get to that. So, you can do that offline if you want. Um, you can also, if you prefer Venmo, you can go to my Twitter account. I have my Venmo linked there. Um, and we just really appreciate all the support uh, so that I don't have to pay for uh, a bunch of stuff out of pocket to get down there. Um, and as always, I'll be bringing you guys live shows every day of practice uh, lots of clips, lots of takes. Uh, and we'll, and all that stuff will be coming as we get, you know, geared up here for the off-season. Um, check out the community Discord server. Uh, support us on Patreon if you're interested in, in uh, checking that out, getting access to those exclusive products It's patreon.com slash Live. Um, and like I said, we'll be back on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Those things really help us out. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast audio, leave us a five star review if you enjoyed the show. Uh, again, guys, thanks so much for tuning into the Falcoholic Podcast. I am Kevin Knight, at Falcoholic Kevin on Twitter. We'll see you next time, guys. Enjoy this Monday night and uh, what might be a Monday night disaster. Uh, you'll probably listen to this on Tuesday. So, you know, I guess by that time we'll know. But, um, you know, I'm not necessarily expecting much from this monday night football game but uh please enjoy it uh, even though you're probably not going to listen to this before that so uh guys thanks again we'll see you next time have a great night